right. you know it's Tuesday at 6 p.m. And you know exactly what time that is. That is Show Me the Money Club. And if you're listening on the podcast, well, it's going to be at least Wednesday because the podcast goes after the live show on Tuesdays. But if you want to participate in the live chat and if you want to hang out, it's Tuesday at 6, baby. Rideshare guy right here. Show Me the Money Club. What's going on, Sergio? How you doing? Doing great. How about you, bud? Oh, fantastic. It's a little freaking cold out. That's why I got my jacket on. Uh, it's like 20 degrees outside right now, and they're calling for like negative, uh, I think like four or something is a low on Saturday night. So I'm not too happy, but uh, I got to get the hell out of Buffalo uh, very soon, hopefully very soon. <laughs> yeah, we got 62 degrees and everybody is bundled up here. <laughs> oh, 62. Yeah. If you're, if you're used to like the 75, 80, and then you drop down to 60, you're like, oh, it's a little chilly. But you know, it's funny because Monday, Monday it's going to be uh, 30 or uh, 40, and it's going to feel nice after these couple of cool days. So, T-shirt uh, time for you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, we got a pretty packed show coming for you guys today. It's going to be great. Uh, first off, uh, I got to give a shout-out to Larry. Uh, he was just on uh, the Rideshare Guide podcast with Harry on Friday talking about unfair de deactivations based on um false background checks and things like that in the background he had a bills helmet in there so i don't know if you saw that or not but he had the bills and the bears uh, lined up against each other so uh, i gotta say shout out to larry for that one and if you haven't watched that uh podcast yet uh go and check it out because uh, it does have a lot of good information especially in the event you are deactivated falsely from a background check that maybe you cleared pre previously uh but didn't but special shout out there all right, let's talk about what's the uh, rundown for today. And that is, we're going to be talking about Uber and Lyft's ADA, uh, Americans with uh, Disabilities. Uh, we're going to talk about the service dog policies as well. Uh, need a refresher on that because, unfortunately, things are happening, uh, and we don't want you to get deactivated for not following ADA or service dog guidelines. Uh, so we're going to let you know there. Uh, then we're going to go talking about an article that came out calling, or it's actually titled, The House Always Wins. And it's the gamblification or the gamification that we talked about in a previous article a couple of months ago. And uh, this is the gamblification. So there was a great article we're going to be talking about there. Uh, and it's going to lead into our next topic where we have two drivers from the Chicago area who screen recorded everything that came in. It was like an hour and a half time. Don't worry, we condensed it down to about 17 minutes. So we're going to go over uh, exactly what driver A and driver B had coming to them. Uh, it's going to shine a lot of light on how some of these differences when it comes to pricing within the same market, in the same room, on the same screen. So it's pretty interesting to see those two. Uh, there's some surge discrepancies and stuff there as well, too. So we're going to go over that entire video and watch a side-by-side -side comparison while we're talking and breaking it down. Uh, then we're also going to be talking about some nightmare lift driver support. What's going on there? You know, are we talking to bots? Are we talking to people? What is going on? But drivers are having a nightmare time trying to get anything out of Lyft support. So we're going to go over a story uh, from a driver that had emailed us some screenshots of that. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about New York City and the mayor uh, and the genius of that is talking about Uber and Lyft cars are going to be all electric by 2030. Mm. <laughs> oh, fool. All right. Uh, and then also <laughs> Chicago, we talked about them last week. We're going to be talking about them again this week. Uh, they're getting really tough when it comes to fraudulent passengers claims 
and unjust deactivations. So it's good to see Chicago yeah, stuck up there uh, and what's going to be happening, as well as joining Minneapolis and other areas. Uh, so this is going to be pretty interesting to see over the next couple of weeks, months, and into a couple of years. Uh, and then also, uh, we're going to be talking about some fun fun stories at the end, and also calling out some things that we've been yeah. seeing and some of the things that are happening when it comes to people trying to get their TikTok or YouTube fame uh, when you are creating some problems. So we're going to be calling out people there. And then also, uh, so oh, sorry, we got a great show coming for you. Uh, that was a mouthful there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. What's yeah. your thoughts, Sergio? Well, I I think you did awesome with the sum sum up. Hopefully, we'll finish in an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there is a lot to go through. Uh, but first, we want to to thank today's sponsor, uh, Legal Rideshare. So, as a full time gig driver, you may have had the unfortunate experience of being involved in an accident, uh, and if you haven't, you may with the increased likelihood because you're out on the road more. Whether you are driving rideshare, food delivery, last mile delivery, or in the gig economy on the road, uh, these guys are going to help you out. So this episode is brought to you by the lawyers at Legal Rideshare, and they've helped drivers like you put millions of dollars in their pockets for car accident and injury claims. And if you want to learn how, visit the link in the description below to learn more. We also had Brian, who is from Legal Rideshare, on last week. So if you missed last week's show, uh, head over there, check out episode 40. The first 20, 30 minutes is with Brian, uh, where he goes over what Legal Rideshare is, how they can help, what they are doing. And in the event that you are in an accident or any issue like that, uh, you can definitely talk to the guys at Legal Rideshare and they can help yep. you out. Yep, 100%. We're proud to have them as a sponsor for the next couple of months. They do great work. We trust them, and obviously they trusted us. So I'm I'm seeing a whole bunch of new names on the comment section. Uh, hello, everybody. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your support. Um, without you guys, this wouldn't be happening. And this is our 41st episode, and you guys have become my eyes and ears. I always say, it. please continue that way. And and whatever issues, problems you have, I'm not over support, but. I will respond. So my email from the get-go, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, because what Chris talked about was two drivers sitting on the same couch with the phone side by side. What they did and sent me is gold, okay? We will get into that when we get to that segment, but this is something you guys can duplicate, replicate in your own cities and see how discriminatory these algorithms are. But we'll do that when we get there. Again, thank you, everybody. By the way, Cheeky Chops, if you are in Reseda, email me, sergio.com, and Reseda is spelled with an S, not with a C, sir. You're literally five miles away. Uh, it's, all good. <laughs> it's all good. Bill's fan there, so got to keep, got to, got to represent. Give so, me a break on that one. Uh, either way, all I know is with the Super Bowl coming up, uh, good interview uh, that you just did, talking about uh, some yeah. tips when it comes to supply and demand. Yeah. Uh, and what drivers can do in the Phoenix area, especially with Super Bowl and, yeah. and WM Open. Uh, but that is uh, going to come out later this week uh, on the Rideshare Guys. So make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications so you can see the article, I'm sorry, the, the video actually that uh, Sergio had participated in with uh, News 12 Phoenix. Um, so with that being said, let's get into today's show. And the first thing we're going to be talking about is the ADA policies and service animal policies when it comes to both Uber and Lyft. And 
They are a little bit different, but the big thing is you definitely want to make sure you are within guidelines because if you aren't, it could be grounds for immediate deactivation. Yeah. And unfortunately, you are not going to get anything else beyond that. So um, yeah, you want to make sure you are compliant. So we are going to look at both Uber and Lyft. They are a little bit different. Uh, so if you want to put any yeah. comments in the comments or the live chat, by all means, go ahead and do that. So let's get yeah. right into it. So this yeah. is... This is Lyft. Yeah, this is yeah. a list, list version. Always say yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always. Accept every chip and always say yes. <laughs> yeah. According so, to Lyft support and then uh, this this transporting riders with service animals. Now, uh, so first, when yeah. it comes to service animals, there are a clear distinction between a service animal and a non-service animal or support dog or I just want to carry my dog around. There is a distinction. Yeah. You would uh -huh. be able to know that. But the problem is... A lot of these passengers are assholes and they think that their prized little chihuahua is a service animal when in fact it never had any type of training and it'll probably piss and shit all over your car. Um, so unfortunately, uh, that, there is that real possibility there. Uh, but the thing is, when it comes to it, uh, Lyft says this, when it comes to transporting riders with service animals, drivers on the Lyft platform should remember one thing, always say yes. And it's bold for those who are listening. Uh, you're required by the law and Lyft's policy to always accommodate service animals, even if you have an allergy, religious, or cultural objection or fear of them. Yep. If you refuse a rider with a service animal, you could face immediate and permanent deactivation. Once a passenger reports a denial before the driver's, before or dri after the driver's arrival, which doesn't make any sense because if, I mean, it could be in a text or something, but um, yeah. if it was before they even got there, how are they going to know that you had a service animal? Yeah. besides the uh, the thing, but um, the account is going to be temporarily suspended pending an investigation into mm. the alleged violation. Um, and that is mostly to see what kind of uh, text conversation happened between you saying, oh, I'm not canceling that ride because you have a dog or something like that. So yeah. uh, just be careful when it comes to what, when it comes to service animals on the yeah. platform there. Yeah. And so then, this, is, uh, this is from my app. Um, you know, I got the text first and then I got the email. Uh, both companies, I think, during this time of the year, they they do it, I guess, once a year or every six months, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the language is a little, you know, uh, scary on that one. Now, the, you guys must understand, these companies are not doing this willy-nilly, okay? The ADA guidelines are federal law, so they must abide by the law. However, however, um, you know, to me, I've, I have absolutely no problem folding wheelchairs, walkers. I've done it a thousand times. I don't mind helping people. I don't mind helping people with service dogs, you know, a, a CNI dog, let's say, whatever. And those animals are trained and they usually are wearing the correct, you know, clothing or whatever it is that they wear, right? And they're trained to sit right in the wheel well, you know, but to lift an Uber, I've had one too many chihuahuas in my car walking in as a service dog and barking the whole damn trip. Okay. Now mm -hmm. we know passengers, we know passengers try to get a quick one, right? Look, this is federal law. We cannot skirt it. I, whatever the app says you have to do right now. The only thing that I, I just on that last paragraph, the, the screenshot before Chris, it says, even if you have religious uh, you know, or cultural objections, fear of them, 
you know, imagine a pit bull walks, an untrained, non-service animal pit bull gets in your car and starts barking and doing this. First of all, it's dangerous, right? I mean, I, I'm driving, okay? And, and you could easily tell, by the way, between a service dog, when we say service animal, mostly they're going to be dogs, or mm -hmm. a non-trained service animal, okay? One is going to stomp all over your backseat, leave hair and shit and piss most likely, and the other one is just going to quietly sit because they're trained already right um so the problem is there's two different you know laws you got to look at ada is a federal law basically these rideshare companies are just passing the law on to you the laws in canada let's say are completely different when it comes to disabilities act and what i and and at the same time you know i do understand the driver's dilemma like you know a driver asked me this question he goes i am so allergic i'm afraid that if i get an hyperphylactic shock from the allergies and go hit a pole and kill everybody, why should I accept this on me, right? Well, it's the law. ADA takes precedence, you know, and these companies are just passing it on to you. However, Uber is doing something decent when it comes to that, is that they have Uber Pet. And that you can opt in or opt out. By the way, on Lyft, you cannot opt in or opt out anything, but and they don't have an Uber Pet or, or a service like Uber Pet, right? So, you know, you see a dog, you cancel, honestly, and the <laughs> and the passenger complains, I'm pretty sure before you turn around the block, you're going to get deactivated. And mm -hmm. and getting back on is going to be really, really difficult because uh, honestly, I don't know of anybody who got deactivated for rejecting a dog or a service animal and they got back online. So you guys got to bite the bullet on this one and do it. You know, even if you have a doctor's report saying that you have allergies, no go. You got to accept it and you have to move on. Um, the only thing is that I, what I did after I spoke to you and I couldn't send you these screenshots, um, Uber's is the same, obviously they're going with the ADA guidelines. Um, and I found this, uh, Twitter thread actually, which we're going to show you guys in a minute, you know, Uber's language is pretty much the same, but it's a little softer. The lift was really harsh. You go like, say yes, or you deactivate it. And I'm like, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> but, uh, Uber's is a little softer, but again, it's federal law. You have to abide by it. And you have to put that animal in your car and hope that it's a it's a trained animal, you know. Yeah. Well, the one thing too, the screenshot that's on here right now is on accommodating a service animal. It, this is the big thing right here. It says service animals are well trained to ride in cars, and they are absolutely are. Um, they're pretty much going to sit on the floor or the seat. It's just going to depend on where the passenger is going to put them. Uh, but most of the time, they know exactly where to go. They sit down. They lay down. They might lift their head up a little bit. Um, to see what's going on. But other than that, they're not going to be like walking all over the car, looking around, panning outside, barking all over the place. That's not a trained service animal. Um, but one of the things uh, it says, uh, don't put the animal in the trunk. Uh, no, don't do that. If you have a car, I mean, if you have an SUV or something, um, you know, having them sit in the trunk is one thing because it's open to the car, but not uh, beyond that. Um, and then, you know, one of the other things they say, cow, uh, carry a towel or blanket in the car. And place them on the seat. Uh, that's just good practice there uh, to have some sort of towel uh, or blanket or something just in case something like this does happen. Um, yeah. But yeah. Then moving on, let's talk about uh, Uber's policy here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Uber's is a little softer language, but again, it is it is what it is. Um, you know, we don't want to read this whole thing. This was all in your apps and by email. You all Uber drivers and Lyft drivers received this. If I received it, you all received it. 
And since it's federal, I'm assuming you, anybody in any state and city received this. Okay. Um, so, you know, you know, second paragraph is softer. It says, as some people with disabilities travel with a service animal, you should be pre prepared for these riders. I agree. Please note that riders with service animals do not need to request an Uber pet trip. That's correct as well. But if they did, they will have to pay like a few extra bucks. And I think it's worth, it's less hassle for them and for the driver. If, look, if the driver is really deadly allergic to, to a dog or a cat, I mean, you know, they have to accept it. There's nothing you can do about it. And they're legally allowed to bring their service animal on any type of Uber trip. So I get it. And you have to say yes. And I get that too. Uh, and the risk of deactivation is extremely high if the passenger, not extremely high, it's probably 100%, that they will deactivate you. If you show up and look at the dog, look at the owner and click cancel and move on, and that owner complains, even if that dog or a cat or whatever animal it is, is not a service animal, they will deactivate you on the spot. They, there's no questions asked on this one. And, and, you know, and on the right side, this is tips when serving, you know, people with disabilities. I agree with it hundred percent. Ask riders if you, how you can help, fold their wheelchair, fold their walkers. And as we know, we talked about it last week, right, Chris, about the Uber health, right? You know, yep. if you go to a doctor's office or a hospital, you're going to pick up an elderly person who's not as strong as you are. You should definitely get out of your car and then fold the wheelchair, put it in your seat, you know, in your trunk, whatever they ask you to do, you know, oblige. I mean, look, you're helping people ultimately. I mean, it's not rocket science. So, but the, the service animal issue is something you guys cannot squirt, skirt, please be careful. They will deactivate you. Mm -hmm. And, and, and now what I found though, Chris, is this. So I dug into the Uber website and I found these two things that Lyft did not mention. So under section two on the Uber website, I'm going to read this because I screenshotted it on my phone. So if you guys want to write this down, people, please do. There are two questions you can ask before you have the passenger with a dog or a cat or whatever it is, so-called service animal, come in your car. These are your rights to ask, okay? Is this animal needed because of a disability? That's question one. So I'm going to repeat it again. I'm reading this from the Uber website. Okay. I'm not making this up. This is straight from their website. These You're allowed to legally ask these questions. Is this animal needed because of a disability? The second question is, for which tasks were your service dog trained? These two questions you could ask under the law, under ADA guidelines, before you put them in your car. Now, if it seems like the owner is flustered, they cannot come back to you with a strategy because a, a, an owner of a dog that's trained will be able to immediately come up with, with these answers. Someone with a barking dog that cannot wait to bite your head off obviously will not be able to. So again, I'm reading these questions. You want to take a note, do it. Is this animal needed because of a disability? And for which tasks were your service dog trained? These two questions, you have a legal right to ask, and you will not get deactivated. And what also helps is obviously a dash cam in this situation, right, Chris? Mm. And, and you have a with dog audio up and down in the back seat, right? And you kick him out, and you get deactivated. I go here. Look what's happening here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, just make sure the audio is recording on that dash camera too. <laughs> you bet you. Yeah. So those are the two questions you guys can legally ask with, without any harm to you or to your account.
There you go. So this is what I caught the other day on Twitter. And it was like a much longer thread, but I just cut and pasted and put show you guys this. So um, um, a gentleman named Stephen or Stephen, he says, here I'm being denied Uber and Uber ride in New York, New Jersey yesterday um, with a service dog. Look at that dog. That's That dog knows what the heck is going on, right? It's got the right collar, whatever it is. And, and you know, it, it, this was like a back and forth saying, you know, making the drivers look like a-holes because this guy, whatever SUV he has over there, he's about to, you know, click cancel and show this gentleman with a service dog his tailpipes, which is not cool. It shouldn't be happening. And, you know, later on at the end and the funny part of the show, we're going to talk about, you know, what's happening with this, you know, 10 minutes of fame of these people. But uh, this lady says that's inexcusable. I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. And and Stephen and this lady keeps going back and forth. Um, you know, she says Uber um, used to drive Uber and Lyft all the time with my walker and drivers were awful. I'm really sorry. Right. So, I mean, have a heart. Okay. I, I know I always say decline garbage, know your worth, but these people need your help. And should they be in a different you know, car or whatever. But I think you, you guys need to, do, you know, take one for the team here and then put these people in your cars and and hopefully it's a trained dog and you're not going to have issues with it. And and to me, um, this shouldn't be happening. I agree with these rideshare companies that they're passing the law on to us, but ultimately it's the law. So that's that's all I can say about this subject. And then also, you know, if, if you're worried about your car, which you should be, you know, something like this right here that you see, it's basically like a dog hammock. And this actually goes in between the seats. And one of the nice thing is it, they're comfortable, they're waterproof. So if a dog gets in, uh, has muddy paws or anything because it's raining or snowing outside, salt, uh, if you're in certain areas or sand in, in those other areas where it's winter and they're dealing with the roads, uh, or if it's just, you know, something happens, he, anything like that. There you go. Something like this is going to be really good. And the best part is you can actually fold part of it down so you can have passengers in there. So, you know, if you're taking late night passengers who are drunk and, you know, they're either pissing or vomiting or something in the car, uh, maybe they have water in the car and spill something. Uh, this is waterproof. So not just for dogs, but for people too. Uh, so something like this could potentially be something. Uh, there are plenty of them all over Amazon. Um, this is actually something I'm about to get to as well for my dog, uh, just because she uh, is a little bit more leer, a little bit more uh, crazy in the car in terms of like just anxious and stuff. She doesn't act crazy or anything like that. But um, either way, um, if you have something where you can get something like this, this also couples as a seat cushion or a seat cover uh, on top of what you may have. Uh, and it's just going to look a little bit nicer and still feel a little bit nicer too. So um, this is definitely something I recommend. Um, and then, you know, who knows, maybe I'll, I'll share my thoughts and uh, overall view of that in a product review or something once I get mine. So um, yeah, definitely check these out uh, when it comes to these seat covers or dog hammocks or anything. And then, yeah, you can see that little uh, uh, zipper there, which will actually unfold. And then that way, yeah, you can have people that are sitting in there too as well. This will also work for drunk passengers. You just lay them down. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. You can do something like that, and it's going to be so much easier. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the way to do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, lay down, buddy. Lay down. <laughs> yeah. 
So there you go. All right. Yep. All right. Hold on. I uh, I gotta move a couple things around because I uh, um, forgot to switch something when we had changed around our uh, things. So, all right. Let's move on to the next topic, uh, and this is the gamblification of Uber and Lyft when it comes to algorithms, uh, saying that the house always wins. Uh, so this is an interesting article that came out that Sergio had uh, with Vina. Um, so if you want to get through this and talk about that, then. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Vina Dubal is a dear friend, and she's uh, the country's, and I'm not going to overstate that, country's leading labor law, um, pro well, labor law, um, you know, she's a professor at two expert. colleges. Expert, yeah. So she's at Hastings University and Stanford. She truly is the country's leading labor law expert. So we're going to try to have her on, <laughs> to get her out of her busy schedule, because this article must, must be read. I'm not talking just rideshare drivers now. By every gig worker from head to toe, okay? From top to bottom, if you're doing Spark, if you're doing DoorDash, if you're doing whatever gig work you choose to do, you have to read this article, okay? And, and mm -hmm. you know, it's not about being negative. It's about waking you up, okay? And she came up with this word. I used to, you know, we always use the word gamification, right? And she came up with this word gamblification, which I told her I'm going to steal going forward <laughs> because I think it is so well done, so accurate that, and it talks about, you know, talks about, uh, a driver, Domingo, um, that he was on his 96th trip. And then on the next one, he would have gotten a $100 quest bonus. And we know, we know how these apps ghost you. And we know how these apps throttle you. We know how they'll send you to Timbuktu or there are no more chips, right? Now, this, this cannot be a coincidence. It's been going on. I've been personally experiencing this in rideshare and delivery. You know, when your acceptance rate goes to a certain area, they will throttle you. Or in this case, if you're about to finish a quest, we know what happens. I mean, if this article goes into many, 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 many different things. How gig work has become basically bells and whistles on your cell phone with colors. It's just like Vegas. It's, a, mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's nothing more than that. Like, you know, you walk into a Vegas casino, Chris, all you hear is, Slot machines going off, dollars falling all over the place, all the sounds and the colors and everything else. And it's exactly what, what Vina is talking about in this article. Please, please go read this article. It's a little bit of a long read, but it's worth your 10 minutes of your life. Because once you read that, look, I'm not telling you this is going to stop you from doing ride share or delivery. What this is going to do is it's going to open your eyes because... Yeah, there are a lot of facts in here that most drivers are not even aware of. And I think this just nips it in the bud, all, all those arguments that, oh, yeah, Uber doesn't do that, Lyft doesn't do that, DoorDash doesn't do that. No, they do it. They do it and they build it and they have tons and tons of, you know, PhDs working at these companies um, from psychiatrists to psychologists, the endorphin release they, that you receive in your head when you get a ping. They all measure these things and, and plan all the algos and colors on the app accordingly. Um, they're basically playing with you. So you're in the you're in a casino when it comes to gig work these days. It wasn't like that when it first started. It was pretty simple. But the, the opaqueness of the 
She talks about the opaqueness of the algorithms, especially since a front fair showed up because nobody mm -hmm. understands why a trip costs why when a minute later it costs something else. Um, yeah, we're going to try to have her on. If I can get her away from her uh, classes for about a half hour, hopefully. And it will be an amazing, amazing conversation that we can talk about this article. But before then, please go hit it up and read this article. It's an amazing, amazing article. So Yeah, I read this. There's a, there's a couple of, there's two things that I do want to read from this. Uh, and it says uh, uh, on this, this second side, um, it's talking about the tied to algorith algorithmic labor management. And under these new remuneration schemes, workers are paid different wages calculated using opaque opaque and ever-changing formulas reflecting individual driver location, behavior, demand, supply, and other factors for broadly similar work. And the thing is, this is what we're about to show you coming up in our next segment, is the two drivers that were literally sitting on the couch next to each other, and we can't hear what they were saying, but it's screen recordings of both of their phones that are linked up, uh, and it, it shows you the discrepancies and differences between surge pricing, between uh, the, the different rides that are coming in that they're both being offered. And it's also painting light too on, you know, how trip radar and offers are being sent out and how they're actually overlapping. So we're gonna be going over that um, in just a moment. But yeah, this is kind of like the intro into that because uh, Vina is a expert, as Sergio had said, when it came to this. Uh, talking about this so the name of the article too is the house always wins the algorithmic game of gamification of work um and then in the second uh let's go to the next page on this and it yeah. says uh as a labor management practice algorith algo algorithmic i can't speak right now wage discrimination allows firms to personalize and differentiate wages for workers in ways unknown to them paying them to behave in ways that the firm desires, perhaps, or as little as the system determine, determines that they may be willing to accept. Boom, so that hits that the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah, so what basically that means is, you know, they said, we're going to price rides accordingly. They yeah. just didn't say that they were going to price rides accordingly to everybody all at a level playing field. Everybody's going to be different. You're going to find out exactly how much you are going to make based on the accepted or denied factors that you have during ride offers. So they're like, oh, well, it's going to take a couple of months to figure out because they need to know what you'd accept and what you deny based on, you know, a couple of different calculations. So they're going to have to put a bunch of rides in front of you in order to figure that out. Yeah. Like, so I'll read the second paragraph and we'll leave it at that. And we're going to hopefully have her on and it'll be an amazing conversation, as I said. So she says, in addition to being rife with mistakes that are difficult or impossible for workers to ascertain and correct, algorithmic wage discrimination, which is something happening in many industries. This is not in gig economy, by the way. This is happening with Amazon. This is happening with a whole bunch of companies now. And they're all going to this algorithmic pricing, right? I mean, you know, that's the only way they can squeeze blood out of the rock. Algorithmic wage discrimination creates a labor market in which people who are doing the same work with the same skill for the same company at the same time may receive different hourly pay. Now, what we're going to show you coming up in a minute, if that doesn't say, <laughs> if that doesn't prove that, then I don't know what does. So moreover, this personalized wage is determined through an obscure complex system 
that makes it nearly impossible for workers to understand. Meaning, do not think that you are absolutely or anywhere near cracking the code of the algorithm. You're not doing any such thing. You think you are. You're hypoth- you know, you're, you're in your brain. You go, oh, yeah, I figured this thing out. No, you haven't figured anything out. So my thing to you guys is please go read this. A lot of people, by the way, asking for the link of the article. Please Google Vina Dubal and Google um, House Always Wins, and you guys will get it. It's an amazing article. Please go read it. Yeah. And that's going to lead us right into the next segment, basically stemming off of this and the exact same thing. Now, before we even get into this, uh, we're going to ask you to kind of conduct a very similar style. All you got to do, get with another driver. Or two or three. It doesn't matter how many drivers. Screen record and do exactly what these drivers had done. Basically, they were sitting on the couch for about an hour and a half, uh, seeing all of the ride requests coming in, seeing who's getting paid more and why. And uh, yeah, it's it's quite shocking to actually see and then putting them side by side. It kind of, kind of just, Wow, is all I can say. So yeah. let's get no, right I mean, into I, this. I, you know, I, I honestly, I ran into this by luck. Okay, seriously. Hmm. You know, as you know, I read every comment on the videos as much as I can and respond to most of them, right? And yep. it's in the thousands now on every video. And I'm like, I got to figure this out. You know, now I just kind of go give it the thumbs up. But then the ones that catch my eye, so this caught my eye. This was a driver in Chicago. He goes, oh, by the way, I was sitting with my, you know, another driver who happens to be his brother on, on our couch. And we just, you know, turned our both apps on. And I couldn't believe that we both got, you know, uh, we're sitting in the same room. We, we got the different same trip, pickup point, drop off point at a different price. So I immediately responded to him. I said, you know, can you do me a favor? And then the screen recording and send it to us and then we'll edit it and then we'll show it to our viewers to show how these algorithms work, number one. Number two, how discriminatory they are, which is illegal, by the way. You cannot do that. There is something called price fixing. For the same trip, you cannot offer two different prices going from the same pickup to the same drop-off to different. And we're going to prove this on the passenger side coming up as well in LA. And But please, just like Chris said, you guys can do this. If you're, you know, in the middle of the city and you're waiting or, or you know, make, spend a half hour doing this. We're not asking you for hours and hours of data. Everybody knows how to screen record. Just turn your app on, click screen record, and record it and send it to me. Okay, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. The only way you can do it is, you know, attach it to your Google Drive and then share your Google Drive with me. We'll download it and then we'll edit it and then we'll put them side by side to see, you know, who Uber or Lyft likes more that day than, than they did the day before, which is illegal. According to the Federal Trade Commission, price fixing is illegal. If there is any of that going on, um it is not going to be funny so um you know look we're not here to be watching has an in at the ftc you might want to uh, uh yeah. watch what we're about to or you might, might want to give them what we're about to to okay. share maybe with we'll you guys send, maybe we'll send them this video <laughs> yeah all right first off uh this is going to be about 17 minutes long so if you are driving right now if you are listening yeah. to the show uh you are going to hear a lot of ping requests coming from uber uh it is and trip radar uh, again, this is over the next 17 minutes. So uh, yeah. just want to let you know ahead of time because there are that. So uh, hopefully you don't get the anticipation, the anxiety or anything like that, thinking that there's a trip coming in or not, uh, yeah. or maybe you have some PTSD from from driving Uber or Lyft uh, and you're hearing Uber's sounds now. So just yeah, want to give you the, that clear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't, don't hit anything. Pull over if you're going to watch this, if you're in your car. <laughs> 
you know, the, yeah, the thing that I want to preface also, one other thing I want to mention, we had Professor Len Sherman, who's a good friend from Columbia Business School a few months ago on our show. I asked him a question straight up. I go, I said, Professor, do you really think every passenger and every driver has an individual tiny little file in a corner of an AWS server, Amazon Web Services server, that everybody gets different pricing by these algos? He looked at me like, Serge, you're so dumb. <laughs> he said, <laughs> absolutely. You all have every passenger, you know, and every driver has a tiny little file. An algorithm figures out what they're willing to accept and what they're not willing to accept, and the pricing is accordingly. And I'm going like, no, seriously? No, I knew this was going on anyway with experience for the last seven years, but we're going to prove this, that, you know, these not everybody is getting the same candy when it comes, and it comes from directly from your own behavior of the past of what you have accepted or what you've declined. And, and they price rides accordingly. So long story short, here it goes. Wait, look at this comment right here. See that search? Well, we didn't, we didn't, that's not possible. I emailed them. I huh? I emailed them. I said, we're going to feature it and no names mentioned, nothing mentioned. I just wanted to say that they both, they, uh, uh, well, please, yeah. please, please email me um, on the side, and then we'll see what we can do about that. Damn. And we will, we will guide you through. We will walk you through this. Now, do you want to show the video or no? I'm well, not yeah. sure. If that, I'm not sure if that's him or not. But I'm nobody's. Well, I'm assuming because I'm assuming, but uh, yeah. E either way, it didn't say like don't show it. It just says that they were, had been deactivated um today which oh, is I, insane right so it's already here about that but i know who uh, you are right after the show i will contact you okay all right well let's get into this video now and um yeah it's, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what's going on uh so all right so first off um driver a is a tesla owner with the acceptance rate of nine percent and a cr or cancellation rate of 14 percent and then driver B is a hybrid renter with an acceptance rate of 15% and a uh, cancellation rate of 23%. Now, the reason why that's important is because we were trying to see uh, if they're cherry pickers, if they are uh, people who continuously accept every single ride coming in, because that could have an impact as well, too. Uh, we're trying to get a, a wide variety of people. Um, so, yeah, this is... Uh, um, What's going on so basically you're going to see ride requests coming in they're sitting on the couch together and uh yeah that's what happens so the first one we're, we're looking at is uh it's a 1702 ride um and that's coming in so okay good it's going and there you go same ride 1882 or two different people on the same one so you're getting Seventeen dollars and eighteen. That forty cent. What is that? Uh, a dollar eighty extra from one to the other. Same ride. Same everything. And for those who are watching, you'd see even in the times they are coming in at the exact time. So it's in the afternoon here. But yeah, right there, you can see that. Oh, here's your Uber pet. 
<laughs> so somebody does request you were pet, right? Yep. Well, they look at the different thing that one. Yeah, right off the bat, you see one a dollar eighty difference. This is the next one, 455. So you got the trip radar coming in. Same trip, 625 to 455. Same exact trip. And then right after that, they get pinged. So... That's the, I mean, obviously, if, if you're not opening your trip radar, or you don't know that, you're going to get the next request coming right in. Uh, here's another trip, same exact thing, uh, 2033 versus 1863, uh, exact same, same trip uh, on trip radar. And then even here, now you're starting to see them look at the different area in the maps. So you're seeing a surge discrepancy. So you're seeing on, on one phone, this guy's got a $6.25 flat surge. The next person has nothing showing up on their map. And then they zoom in. So the driver B has a $3 flat rate. Driver A has a $1.50 flat rate. And it's even set a little different. So yeah, you can see those couple of screenshots right next to each other. Same exact time. They're both online. One has a uh, the flat rate. The other one didn't. So he relaunches his app uh, to see what's going on. Maybe sometimes it gets screwed up. Um, but still not there. Great. Hold on a second. Okay, Chris, stop for a second. Yeah. Okay, um, I just contacted the both drivers. Um, whoever that was, stop, 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 stop for a second.
So whoever that was, can you remove him from the chat? Because it's a hoax. It's not real. I just contacted okay. both brothers and need, none of them or neither of them have been deactivated. Okay. Yep. All right. So, well, so anyway, so familiar, now, but... because that really bugged me because there is not a goddamn chance that would be happening. Not yeah, a chance. No. Not a chance. So whoever that was, you know, you think that was an, you know, you think that was an Uber employee? Um, <laughs> well, so I don't Uber, know. I mean, Uber, Uber, now, now, gloves are off. Uber, you're watching. <laughs> I'm hoping you're watching. I really am, seriously, because this is both <laughs> what you're doing here, right? Uh, I mean, I don't mind sending you trolls or whatever here. But uh, we're gonna do this, and we're, we're coming. So you know. Anyway, uh, let's do. Either it. way, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Either way, yeah. So you got another ride coming in twenty eight thirty, and then look at that. Before the ride request even is over, That's the trip is already coming on. How's that possible, by the way? I don't know. But yeah, you got another know they're gonna decline. How do they know they're gonna decline? And show them later. That's bullshit. 538 this one, 618 for this one. Same thing. And like I say, you can still see some time on this request to the trip radar, and it's already popping up on a trip radar. Can you get rid of this idiot? Yeah. Uber doesn't own me, bro. I am going to own Uber any second, though. Don't worry. Bye. Bye, see you later. And you come back with some other shit. We're gonna get rid of you too. Do we have moderators in this group, by the way? You should get rid of this asshole. Um oh he's good. Don't worry. Oh, he's gone? Okay, bye. He's he's in the rideshare guy purgatory. <laughs> yeah, so purgatory. you can pretend you can keep commenting, it don't matter. Yeah. There. He comes back again. So so we oh, apologize no, no, for we apologize for these idiots. Um it's the same guy, I'm sure. Uh, but you know, we'll continue with the show. It's all right. All you right. can keep coming. We'll keep banning you. It's all right. But either way, yeah, and you can see too, um, still there's even some uh, discrepancy there when it comes to the surge uh, and how it's different. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we know this was happening anyway. And, and to me, it's like, no surprise. And, and you know, um, and and it kind of proves that that everybody has a tiny little file, right? And and you know uh, everybody gets priced accordingly. To me, it's like, hey. All right, we're we're putting it on to a subscriber only chat. Uh, so basically, you have to be a subscriber. Everybody else is going to be deleted. Uh, yep. Apologies for that, for people who are watching and hanging out. But a few jackasses want to try and mess it up. Sorry, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. So, yep, you gotta be a subscriber for a little while, uh, in order to be able to participate in the chat. Um, so everybody else, we do appreciate you. Just make sure you're subscribed if you aren't already. And then, um, you know, in about in 10 minutes, you'll be able to, uh, chat again. All right. But yeah, here you go. Here's even, uh, some more surge discrepancy, um, between the two. So it looks like, uh, driver A has some, some craziness. Uh, going on when it comes to the surge, at least more. But when you zoom in, it was less than the other person. Yeah, this is this is fascinating to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna say Jeff. No, that that's not that's not the case. They were both on on the same Wi-Fi. They were side by side. These two phones. They were sitting on their couch, literally like an inch from each other. Okay. So we made sure that 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 you know the the testing um, circumstances were pretty identical. And we're gonna do this in LA. I mean, look, it doesn't matter. We're gonna do this in LA in a much bigger version. So whoever the fuck you are. That idiot. Yes. And this coming. is the other thing. And this is the other thing. A couple of people can get together, turn their apps on, and do this exact same thing. So right here, you see a dollar difference. 1990 to 1890. Um, and you're starting to see 617. Well, Jeff, they make a difference on, on surge maps that they're getting in maybe 30 seconds later, but it doesn't make difference on pricing. You know what I'm saying? The pricing is the algo. The surge maps are completely different than we talked about surge trading anyway. So. And this one's 439. Yeah, what I found quite amazing though when i not just the, the discrepancy of between apps so how many rides were coming in the price differences between the two so like right here same exact thing you got 556 versus 726 uh you got in in the same exact one but what's crazy is you get a ride request coming in and they're already hitting other drivers with trip radar within the I same time I just don't get that. How did they know that I'm going to decline? Before I even decline it, they put it on trip radar. How did they know that? Now, so if you, guys, if you guys are doing this, by the way, with the flexibility and freedom bullshit that these people tell you and say, oh, you know, I'm my own boss, blah, blah, blah. No, algorithm is your boss. There you go. There's your proof right here. All so, right. I mean, now, look, this ride came back. They already got this ride and it comes back. But before it was 1596, the other driver had uh, 1590 or 1490. And then it came back, it was a few cents higher. So they're, they're increasing it by a couple of cents uh, each time. Yeah, just as it's finishing up, bing. This is identical chip right here, is it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're all uh, they're pretty Wait, much all. Way, guys, you got to give Chris a shit ton of credit on this, OK? These, these screen recordings came in at an hour and 42 minutes. He sat there and edited this, put the phone side by side, took hours to do this. So you guys give Chris a hand here, okay? Because without him doing this, this wouldn't be possible. And it's, by the way, it's the first time I'm seeing this myself. I saw the original uh, screen recordings, but not this not this way. And my mouth is on the floor right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm on, maybe not yours, but... I, I, Yeah, so you can just see just the craziness just between two phones right there. Crazy, bro. 451 to 365. Crazy. Same exact ride. This is crazy. Well, this proves one thing. We're going to do it now. <laughs> uh, Bear Claws says. LA drivers, RGOTMCHairGuy.com. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so Bear Claws says so Tesla is getting the better offers. Aren't they supposed to pay extra for electric? Yes, yes, $1. Some of them uh, are a dollar. I think one of them was $1 exactly. Then the rest were, 
you know, a dollar and change for the most of them. There were a couple, there was one on this that was a couple dollar difference. Oh, you know what? There was this a, hold, 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 hold it for one second, okay? There was a really good question here. I wonder why the driver on the left gets lower offers. I have no idea, but here's the deal. One of the drivers drives a Tesla Model Y and his X is on. One of the drivers, um, the one on the left, the one on the right drives a rental Prius or a rental uh, green car, according to Uber, right? So there could be also discrimination because he drives a rental versus the other guy owning his car. So the pricing mm -hmm. could be different for that as well. So now that, you know, that's a good question that we should, we should clarify that. I do agree with the dollar difference in the EV credit, but none of them are a dollar difference. Um, uh, I don't, yeah. So yeah, this is like, this is mind numbing to me. I don't know, bro. You did like, you, this is like, fuck. You know, see, people get pissed off when I cuss. Then I go like, now, if you don't cuss <laughs> yeah, now, then you cuss. I don't know. All right, but here, yeah, I, th I believe it's this ride, actually. This one, I'm I'm thinking, um, he passes Uber on pet, this one. In the the Uber, uh, pet one was, yeah. Uber pet one was like uh, the $12 difference. I saw that one. <laughs> Those were two different rides. Yeah. So uh, there were a couple of them that came in that were different rides from each other um, than actually getting. But here you see 1041 to 1141. Uh, that so was exactly was, a dollar difference right there. First, yep, right there. That's that's the only time that was exactly the dollar difference because of the EV credit right there. Yep. Right here, 658 to 863. Wait, no, those are two rides. I'm sorry. I mean, they're in the suburbs sitting on a couch, and this is happening. Think about it. If we were in the middle of the city, which we're going to do. Yeah, if you're on a rental, God help you, people. Seriously, God help you. Yeah, so there you go. 783, 863. So that's not even a dollar. That's plus. Yeah, why? So, you know, we did the, you remember our Uber math? 10 dime at a time, right? Yeah. I'm at a time times civilian trips, my man. That's 200 million bucks. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. third. Uh, hold on. I got to move some things around when it comes to. Uh, uh, <laughs> when it comes to, to the stock. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. There's surge uh, differences that are going on. So, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it could be a lot of different things, but. I mean, just saying that it could be different carriers or or refresh rates or something. It doesn't matter. I mean, this is this is happening all over. Not just that. It's it's price differences too. So you're seeing one that was six fifty, and then another one's four dollars. So it's it's not much difference when it comes to time because even when you're looking at it, you know, thirty seconds tops, it should be switching around, but it doesn't. It continues the same. So here's the ride request that came in 1013 on trip radar. Wow. Wow. Shit. Shit. Um, Another one for 869. It just goes to show you sometimes anything. One one person to the other. So that's 2205, 2310, 
for the same trip. So that's a dollar five. There. There's your nickel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro. Well, I mean, that that's a dollar mm -hmm. five cents, actually, not not a nickel. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's the EV credit. The guy on the left is with the EV credit, by the way. Yeah. And then right after the radar, he gets pinged with the same coming in and then it goes I back. I don't understand. Are they really watching that close, bro? Oh, yeah. There you go. 704-864. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, the ride isn't even... You could just be tapping it at the very end, and it'll pop up. Here you go. This is, this is the one right here. This one. Look at the price difference between these two. Same trip. 586 the for the low ball, 859 for the other. The rental guy is getting the shaft on this one. Yeah. He's getting it's it's two dollars and right. what 70 cents right there or something like that. Yeah, take the dollar take, take the dollar EV credit out. That's like still dollar seventy. Jesus Christ. Yep. And you know, a lot of people are gonna to say to this, you know what they're gonna say? Ah, what's the big deal? It's a dollar here, dollar there. I'm like, bro, if you're doing hundred bucks a day, that's hundred bucks a week. You're getting robbed. Yeah, we're here. Then, you know, so th those first were tra the trip radar. Then the request that came in went to $9.45. So the exact same trip, the driver B on, on the right, he was offered it at $5.86. Then the trip radar came up for driver A at $8.59, and then ping requested $9.45. So right there, you're talking $5.86 to $9.45. That's a few dollars right there on top of it. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, this is, this is this is not discriminatory. I don't know what the heck it is, but we'll see. Yeah. We, <laughs> wow. This is this is how you get a forty-five million dollar bonus. Yep. There you go. Eighteen eighty. Seventeen eighty. Same right there. So there's another one with a dollar difference. You know, on the UberX shared one, they're always like a dollar difference on anything other than but, but UberX shared, which is pool. The prices, even with a dollar, are all different. Yep. Even right here, look at that. This one, same trip. There's, there's two dollars. <laughs> yep. They ping the guy to have oh, it put it on the radar for some stuff at 909. That's crazy. Yeah, 908 to 1109. So that is the video right there. Um, that was exactly what had happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that just okay. goes to show you the discrepancies wow, between the Chris. two. We got to give Chris a hand here. Right here. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Chris, Honestly, I mean, I, I, I look, I, I, I sent him like the, I watched this the whole thing, hour and a half on each and sent it to him, but he did the editing, he did the clipping, all that shit, which I don't know how to do. All I can tell you guys is please repeat this in your cities. And please send them to yep. me. Okay. So the activation was no is a hoax. It they will is not possible. And I would go yeah, to bed some... for these two guys any day. Okay. And so to me, do it. Send it to me. Let's see what you guys got in your city. Let's see yeah. if it's as drastic as this thing is. I didn't think it would be this drastic, honestly. I thought it'd be like, okay, dime here, nickel there. But that Uber pet tip blew me away. One guy got it at 24, the other the rental guy got it at 24. The guy that owns those the car two, got it at those 36. Are two separate trips. Those huh? ones are two separate trips. Those are the Uber Pet. Those are two separate. 
No, no. At the start, there was one. That there was one guy. Yeah, on those, the left. Were, those were those were two different Uber pet rides. They weren't the same ride given to both drivers. The it wasn't. Are you, sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I'll double. I'll double check to make yeah, sure. But uh, I'm almost positive that was the case where they were uh, um, different. And the one that was the biggest one was that five eighty six to the one that was eight dollars and forty eight eight something eight sixty nine or eight fifty nine or something and then came back in the ping requests after trip radar at another additional uh amount that brought that one up to 945 so you're going from 586 to 945 in difference just between two people's phones whether it could be difference between rider or I'm sorry uh renter versus owner that could be one thing versus EV versus non EV that could be another thing uh cherry picker versus non cherry picker that could be another thing, but this is why we want you guys to check out there too. You know, grab a coffee with uh, somebody and put your apps on screen record during that time while you guys are grabbing some coffee uh, and then send it to us. And then that way we can actually okay, see. So, the oh, I, there's a comment here. In other Chris, there is a comment here and I'm from John. It says Sergio is correct. Biggest was $12 difference for the same trip. That was the same over pet trip. Um, I did it like when I was doing it for you, the timelines, that was, that okay. was, yeah so but it's not making you right or wrong all i'm saying to you is that the, look every chip was different man and then before the ping was declined the fucking guys put it on trip radar how did they know that i'm going to decline it how did they know that i don't know right? maybe that, i declined the first 10 and that's why they go oh this guy's just dicking around i don't know oh yeah wow. that's the that's the one that got me when i when you sent me that and i i lined them up so basically how i lined it up was when when one phone changed the, okay. the minute that's when i lined them up so they would be exact time coming in and okay. yeah you're seeing one request coming in it's not done with its timer yet and it's already going to trip radar that's why when you see people when a trip radar pops up and it says another driver already grabbed it that's the reason why because it already went to a ping request to a driver as a normal request coming in not a trip radar request and that's where they're getting you so it's it's that gamblification again because they're putting those those bells the whistles the everything going on the timer uh to try to get you to accept the rides and take them so then people are not sitting waiting for a ride because uber's being cheap and offering you five dollars and 86 well the next person right next to you is getting nine dollars and 45 cents I, I'm that blew me away. I mean, seriously, I you know, you said, Oh, yeah, I put them side by side, then this did that. I'm going like, Okay, I, I was like, Huh? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> so, yeah, so a, anybody watching in LA, Mr. Gambit, I know you're in LA. Um, I mean, whoever is going to volunteer with me, we're going to do it a little differently because we want to also look at the passenger side more importantly, because you know, a lot of games are being played on the passenger side, so you know. This is not the ultimate proof, but if you guys keep doing this and send me the screen recordings, I'll put them up and we'll edit it, obviously. And, and we don't anonymously completely. And, um, you know, these games, these are this is illegal. OK, I'm, I'm telling you guys, you guys go to the FTC. Not, website. not for you to do not for you to find screen recordings of this. That's not illegal, but screen recording is not illegal. What they're doing is yes. illegal. OK, it's called price fixing. In fact, you know, we had the lawyers. That was one of our most successful snippets, right? That mm -hmm. they're being put in California for exactly this reason, price fixing, right? Can't do yep. that. That can't do that. So you know, this is our start. We'll, we'll get somewhere with this. You guys wait, 
Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Now, now another thing too, that wasn't just in 17 minutes worth of time. That was actually, they were doing their screen recording for about an hour and 40 minutes or so. Yeah. I just cut off all the dead time where, cause they were, as Sergio said, they were in the suburbs. So you're not getting as many ping requests. You're sitting on your couch, you're comfortable. You're trying to test the theory. Uh, tests kind of concluded that, yeah, there's a price discrepancy and it's not just a dollar on an EV versus non-EV. Uh, car yeah. it could be renter versus owner that is a possibility but that's why we need more more of these tests put together so then that way we can say yeah there is a big difference so we want to do cherry pickers and non-cherry pickers yeah. so if you accept every single ride get together with somebody who cherry picks if you have a 90 plus acceptance rating and a 12 percent acceptance rating do the do it hit yeah, against each other okay. so my email sergio at the rideshareguy.com Whoever wants to participate is in LA, please email me. We'll figure this out, how to do it. I mean, I know we know how to do it, but we want to do it a little differently than this. But for all drivers who watch this, you know, if you, I know you know drivers in your city. And if you're in, you know, you don't have to do record like these gentlemen did for an hour and 42 minutes, especially if you're in morning rush hour, you know, I know you want to make money, but, you know, throw us a bone, maybe 15 minutes of a screen record and just send it to me and then we'll just put them side by side, compare what you're getting versus what the other guy is getting. If you're a cherry picker versus a Formica, you know, that's that better yet, because then it'll really show what kind of files you guys have on the Uber servers. So uh, we're going to do it a little differently. But uh, yeah, Sergio at the please do it. Thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah. And I mean, the closer you are, the better. If you're sitting on a couch, if you're like I say, if you guys get coffee and you turn your apps on, screen record that. And then send us both the same and let us know. Uh, that way we can piece it together and see exactly what's coming through with yeah. that. So we can it's have illegal. a much better definitive answer because, yeah, some of those. And that's the thing. It, you you have no idea. And that's what I was saying with upfront uh, pricing from the get-go is, you know, they're not just trying to, to figure it out for area and where they can price it because they take away time and distance. At least you had a flat bar when you did time and distance you knew what you were going to get paid because there was a calculation that was based on the distance you drove versus the time it took to get there, the wait time, you know, whatever it might be there. But beyond that, now you have no idea. Now they're saying, oh, it's based on several factors. What are those factors? I want to know actual numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I can figure out the numbers that way and then I know. But when you tell me, oh, it's, it's different factors and we're just going to put everything up front so you know what you're making at the time you accept it. I don't care about that. I mean, I want to know where I'm picking up and dropping off, but I also want to know that I'm taking a ride and getting paid for it. Not if I have to take a 16 minute detour and then still get the same price, anything like that. Yeah. And that's actually going into uh, our next segment right now. And that is, uh, oh, I respond to chats. Don't you worry. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But we, we got a lot going on today. So we're, we're not necessarily going to chats. Yeah, seriously, uh, guys. Don't worry. I didn't expect this to shock me the way it did. First with the shock of the loser troll that showed up, and then the other one, that one. Because there's not a chance. Yep. I, and I, I mean, yeah, not a chance of that happening. So anyway, so uh, we Zoom. I know you're not here. I know where you are. But um, so I have a good friend in LA who drives a Tesla Y, and he does a whole bunch of, you know, he used to do a lot of Uber, and he's strictly doing Lyft because, you know, he does not like in the upfront pricing and obviously the quests and the incentives are not there. And he drives the upper platform on Lyft Lux. 
so we did this we did this segment which is going to come out probably in a couple of weeks or whenever chris decides to bring it out which he's the boss um so look i have an article coming out it's the title is um is rideshare becoming a charity under upfront pricing okay my time is money for me it should be for you my time is valuable to me if i spend an extra one minute on a trip i want to get paid because i used to okay mm -hmm. so don't come to me and lift an over bring with your big words of significantly longer and a lot more i don't know what those <laughs> mean i don't know what those thresholds are i don't know i need help with that uber and lift you need to explain this to me if a trip goes five minutes longer, is it on the house? If it goes 10 minutes longer, is it on the house? We showed a whole bunch of screenshots last week, eight minutes, 10 minutes. If you add them all up, this guy drove an extra hour without co compensation, okay? Under old miles and minutes, you know, it was a clock. It was basically a taxi meter, right? Cab meter. You know, if we went longer, we got paid more because we had a minute charge. Now we don't know and we're not getting paid. We need to get paid for our time. This is not goddamn charity. So he did a couple of these trips. Again, you know, he spent eight minutes on one more and 10 minutes on another one. And, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I think he had too much time in his hands. He goes, he got into it with lift support. By the way, lift support only, right? We did this again. We talked to you guys about this. All the hubs are closed. You can't speak to a human anymore. It's on only on in-app support. Now, I don't know half the time if you guys are talking to actual humans or, or bots, AI bots. I don't know which is which anymore because, but I've gotten more of these screenshots the last two weeks, three weeks since Lyft went to only in-app support. That will literally blow your mind that if you're going to really spend time with these morons, if they're human, and I'm hoping they're not because you can't be this stupid, okay? <laughs> so so which one was you? We're going to do the role play here. Which one was you? <laughs> you were uh, I'll be support. Okay, you're, you're, you're going to be the bad guy. You can be the driver. <laughs> Because you can get the, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go full support. So, <laughs> I mean, I could, but I'm sure it probably piss a few people off. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No, uh, Jeff, I understand if you're platinum, you can speak to support, but not too many people are platinum. So, um, yeah. so, so here we go. Okay. Go ahead. So go ahead. Yeah. So, so these are the two trips. Okay. I want you to pay close attention to this. Okay. So on the bottom of both trips, the, the upfront fare came in at 18.11 on one and 10.84 on the other one, on the, okay? Estimated time for this trip when it came in was 10 minutes and one second and two miles. Great trip for him because he knows what he's doing, whatever. And this had a stop, which is fine, no problem. The one on the right, it came in at 19 minutes and 24 seconds at 7.74 miles. Well, let's look at up top now when, when the tally was finalized. Well, that 10-minute trip ended up lasting 17 minutes and 37 seconds. That's another 7 minutes and 37 seconds or 36 seconds. Okay. What happened? To, is, is that on the house lift? Like, I'm supposed to do this for charity now? I'm supposed to drive people around another 7 minutes without getting paid? Okay. And on the second one, this is like the crazy one. This actually, he said there was a detour. There was an accident. The trip came in at 19 minutes and 24 seconds. It lasted 35 minutes, Chris. That's 16 minutes of this guy's life that he didn't get paid he's for. He's not getting paid. Yeah, he's not getting paid. So I'm going like, where does this end? Like, what does significant mean, Lyft? Is this is this it? Is six, six, 16 minutes is not significant? Significant so thinking, means... What does that mean? Do you know what that significant means? Significant means shorter. Uh, uh, 10 feet shorter from the drop-off location. 
fuck. And three hours after. <laughs> I, mean, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, like that, that's right there. That's time you're not getting paid. And then, I mean, the other thing too, uh, yeah, that's all I can yeah, say. Just those two trips. It's like, there is like a 25 minute difference. Like, why is this guy's 25 minute not valuable to you, Lyft? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. So, you know, we're going to try to change this. I mean, you guys are getting the package this week, by the way, Lyft. You know what I'm saying? So here we go. So you go ahead. So Kyle goes, what the F? I just <laughs> spent 16 more minutes on this trip. Where's my money? And he goes to Lyft support. Hi, Kyle. I hope you're doing fine and in the best of health. I really appreciate your time and bringing this to our attention. Would you mind confirming the rider's name so I can for the check? <laughs> if you're going to do this, I can't. I can't. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Please hold on as I look into this for you. Okay. So Kyle goes, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing better to do. Please take your time. Uh, thanks so much for waiting. I looked into your ride and can confirm your earnings are correct. You received the upfront pay estimate that was shown when you accepted the ride. With upfront pay, <laughs> we'll show you estimated earnings and trip details based on the ride request before you accept. If there are unexpected changes for a trip, we will automatically adjust your earnings to reflect the ride you gave. So you're saying an accident and a detour that caused the trip to go 16 minutes longer doesn't qualify as unexpected? I should have, I should have expected this when your upfront pricing showed $18 for 19 minutes. Can you please tell me what would qualify as unexpected under your definition? 30 minutes? Will that qualify for your automatic fare adjustment? Hello? <laughs> I sincerely apologize for the inconvenience of the situation. We're unable to issue any additional compensation since part of the ride was given off platform, but we appreciate you taking the time to send us that feedback. So here he caught it, and here I would have lost my you know marbles altogether, but he kept his cool. <laughs> what do you mean given off platform? Upon checking this closely, you were paid correctly on this ride. We are unable to take any further action here. I apologize for any inconvenience. What do you mean off-platform? I need explanation. You guys are not making any sense. We're unable to give any additional compensation for this ride. I want to know what you mean by off-platform. I believe I've answered all your questions for today. If you don't have any other concerns besides this, I'll be ending this chat session now. Thank you for contacting Lyft. Here I'll be like cussing, but he's not doing it. I know you paid what I accepted. That is not the point. Point is, how am I supposed to have, how am I supposed to have expected that the trip will take 16 minutes longer due to an accident on the road and a detour? You did not answer all questions. You didn't answer my original question, <laughs> nor what you meant by off-platform. I would like to speak to a supervisor. Please connect me to a supervisor. If you refuse to do so, I would like to get your name and or employee ID. Still waiting. Is there a, is there a phone support? I guess he's not platinum. No, I guess not. <laughs> and then he goes, still waiting. You know, time, if you look at the timestamps, like this started at 610, I think, or 612. It's 718 now. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting. 
Is there phone support? <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to waiting. Can I ask a question? You expected to get paid. This is a great comment here, but I, I think it went to a bot. Can I ask you uh, a question? You expected you expect to get paid for your eight hours of work today, right? What happens if due to an unexpected situation, you have to work 30 minutes longer? Would you Would you be okay with not getting paid for these 30 minutes? Since you did not expect to work, you see, since you only expected to work eight hours, what country are you in? It seems like I need to transfer you to a specialized team in regards with your issue. Thank you, Lyft Support. Yeah, and then you get that uh, little time sensitive. Just check in. Way, it looks like your ride is taking longer than expected. He check got the route. the tip from Lyft. You know, when, when you stop at a point, like Lyft gets nervous that you're carjacking the passenger or something, they go like, is everything okay with you? I'm like, yeah, you moron, it's fine. I mean, I'm in a mess here. <laughs> yeah, I'm past napping them because there's a, uh, a detour coming up. So you're going to pay me more, right? Yeah, like of course. Of course, we're going <laughs> to pay you more. And then, and then funny, you guys even send this notification during my trip. Here comes a new guy. Thank you for contacting this safety team. My name is Christian. I'm very sorry for the inconvenience. I would love to be able to help you. The proper department will have to follow up you with follow up with you regarding this issue. What department would that be? This is pretty I can't do it when you do that much. This is pretty clear cut case to me. If there are any expected change, unexpected changes to a trip, we will automatically adjust your earnings to reflect the ride you gave. Can you guys stop copy pasting answers? That same answer last agent gave me. Again, I'm not arguing. I didn't get paid what was up front. If the rider added a stop, that is when the upfront price will change. Ooh, that goes back to the first screenshots, people. Remember there was a stop in there? Up front, and he drove an extra eight minutes. He still didn't get paid. Upfront price did not change. So this guy, whoever this, this whoever this idiot is, is contradicting himself or herself. Going back to that first screenshot, there was a stop added. He drove an extra eight minutes on that first one. Price did not change. My question is, why not more? Why does your algorithms not count a 16-minute longer trip as unexpected changes? There was an accident. I had to do a detour. How am I supposed to expect this when I accepted the trip? The upfront price will change if the rider added a stop while on the ride. <laughs> Bro, I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna die here. <laughs> All of your updatings, you know, the the he's he's basically saying the trip came in. If the trip had come in at 35 minutes for 1811, I would not have accepted this trip upfront. You need to do a better job with upfront then. I might as well drop off the passengers at the 19 minute and kick them out. I'm not going to get paid anymore for the rest 16 minutes, right? We're always working with the app to continually improve the service that Lyft provides. So hearing this kind of feedback is extremely helpful. I expected to get paid 18.11 for a 19 minute trip because that what that's what was sent to me i accepted that what i don't accept is doing a trip that's 16 minutes longer after i pick up the passenger and not get paid for any of it so thank you for ruining my night and completely incompetent support for platinum drivers so he's a platinum driver jeff 
um, you really showed me my time is worthless. How about that, Chris? I don't know yep. how you made so up those fucking that... voices, but I, you, I'm, I'm about to shit my pants here. <laughs> Um, for those who don't know, I call scammers on the side, and so I pretend I'm an old lady or a man, um, <laughs> and it's fun. So I have the voice changer, and I thought that would be pretty kind of funny for this. So I guess well, so. I, I, so 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 you know, going back to series for thirty seconds here, the, the the support says if the if the stop is added, the price will change. Well, yep. there was a stop on one of the fares and it went up by eight minutes price was still the same so what's uplift which one is it i don't know know. not only that like going around extra time and not getting paid for that i i don't understand that one like that's the same thing like i said when when we had time and distance that was great because if there was a detour if there was an issue if there was a problem you got paid accordingly you know uh, there was one time ride that i took uh, I picked people up at Buff State, and they were just going down the street to a Wegmans, which is a grocery store. And it's nor- normally it's less than five minutes to go from from college to to there. There was a bad backup on that when I had taken them. Something happened, big, 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 huge accident that happened, and traffic around that area was an absolute standstill. So something that normally would take me five minutes ended up taking me forty five minutes. They were cool. They were just sitting there. And it's like, it sucks because it's not that far of a distance and you're only getting paid time. At least I was getting compensated for something. But in the event that that same type of trip happens, will that be different or not when it comes to to this pay? Because it doesn't seem like they're adjusting accordingly. They're not adjusting. None of it is being adjusted up. Okay. All I'm saying is under miles and minutes, all these trips that are, that took longer would have been adjusted up because the clock is ticking just like a cab. You know, there's a meter, right? There was a meter for miles and minutes driven. So it was ticking and you would have gotten paid. I would have never thought, oh, I just lost 20 minutes of my life for nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not trying to be negative here, people. This is reality for all of you. There's 3 million drivers, man. I mean, look, one thing you cannot, you know, get back in this life is time. Okay. And if every trip is two minutes, one minute, three minutes, oh, no big deal here, no big deal there. You know, if you do 20 trips that day, you just lost work for an hour for nothing. And I'm going like, that is not cool. We need to fix. We need to fix this, Chris, just like we fixed the logging off shit. We need to fix this. (laughs) Um, For somebody who asked the the voice changer, it's a GoXLR audio interface, side note. but yeah, it's it's something that definitely needs to be addressed. Yeah. Uh, and th- that's the whole thing when it comes to this tr- this rate rebalancing. Like these lowball offers that we've talked about previously on on the show and what I see on Facebook, I'm sure you see on on different groups as well too. You know, all of these lowball offers are not just, you know, some of these short trips or something. A lot of them are long trips and substantially less. So you might have a 200 minute ride or you know 100 mile journey and you're getting paid 50 bucks. So now you're getting paid 50 cents on the mile. And then you got to remember the return trip on top of that. It's like, like they they're completely screwing it up. Bob, thank you Bob. Much appreciated. Okay, Chris and Sergio, thank appreciate you for that, both of you for X ants. <laughs> I appreciate that. 
By the way, Sergio, are you always mad at? And I am a great friend with Thorsten. What are you talking about? I'm never mad at Thorsten because he's better looking. Potentially, yes. There is a there is definitely a hang up on that one. Yeah, I agree. And his accent <laughs> is a little better than mine. His South African accent is a little better than mine. Yeah, and he's got all those buttons. You know, the bullshit button and cha-ching button. He's got all these buttons. Like you know, I only have this one right here. That was easy. You know what I'm saying? But that's all I have. But he's Down got all here. these buttons. So I'm, I'm not here. mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. Yeah, I yeah. like Thorsten, man. Thorsten is a driver's advocate, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're all right. Well, let's yeah, let's move on um, to our next thing. But yeah, it's support has just been horrendous. So oh, yeah, if you if you got some uh, if you got some fun <laughs> fun conversations with support, and you want to send it our way. Well, then maybe we'll try to try to have a little fun with it or something. Yeah. Well, I, we will have a good one next week. We'll have a good one. Next oh week. yeah. That I'm coincides with that. our first topic of the ADA. This dog got in and jumped all over the backseat, pissed twice, and then Lyft didn't pay this guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's look at a little different thing. Uh, Eric mm. Adams just is saying <laughs> that uh, New York City car fleets are going to be electric by 2030. Yeah. Uh, this guy is a complete and utter moron. Uh, when it comes down to it, you know, for, I'm going to go a little political for a second. You were a cop. You were an NYPD cop. And yet you're letting crime run rampant through New York City right now. Clean up your streets and then worry about Uber and Lyft cars and taxis going EV or not. Come on. Uh, but either way, do they even have the charging infrastructure there? I mean, they barely have gas stations, especially uh, in certain parts of the city. You barely hit, can find gas stations. Uh, and you're going to find find charging stations too. Come on. Um, giddy 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 giddy. Yeah, you're right. Uber is actually adjusting. Uh, Lyft is not. So I have to give Uber credit on this one. Not that I'm an Uber fanboy. Uber is definitely adjusting. Uh, up and down, by the way. So there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, Lyft Lyft is the problem. Lyft is stealing your time that you will never get back. So yeah, uh, Eric Adams. I don't think it's a jolt Uber and Lyft were trying to do this anyway on their own by 2030, especially in California. But now the two coasts have joined voices say all cars must be electric. I'm like, there's only seven years left. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the biggest thing is where, where are you going to get the infrastructure for that? I have no to, idea. To be able to charge everything. They said 100,000 vehicles. That's a hell of a goal. Uh, I mean. EVs, yeah. But plus, how are, how are drivers going to afford these EVs? Are they going to offer the drivers like, uh, you know, good financing situations to slave them for another 20 years in their EVs? Or I don't know, because I, not every driver can afford an EV, bro. So Yeah, I I, um, I don't know. But go on, I mean, this right here you took out, it says uh, yeah. uh, zero emissions for 100,000 vehicles on our streets, and it will be achieved with no new costs for individual drivers. How's that? They're going to so give us a car for free. Free cars. Huh? Free cars, people. There we go. Yeah. I mean, how? How are you going to do that? I, I don't, don't I, I mean, it, it sounds it sounds great. Oh, we're going to give you new cars. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. We're, we're... <laughs> yeah. Line oh. it up, people. Line up. Free cars coming up. Free <laughs> Have you ever, you've been in New York City, right? Many times. I lived in New York City, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was in the Bronx, so not a chance, um, bro. <laughs> but look, here's the thing when it comes to it one, 
a hundred thousand imagine a hundred thousand cars in the city of new york or even the outskirts trying to charge up their vehicles which do imagine not take that. the same convenience as gas filling does imagine but it takes 30 minutes or more come on yeah i don't see i don't, I don't see this one happening I think, what I think it's like, you know, more PR, more PR stunts. You know, you know how they are when they're in, when they're in a tight squeeze. They come up with some stuff to for, mm -hmm. you know, uh, well, you know, it, at, you know, a latch on and say, oh, look, we're going to just electrify America, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah, this is this is the exact same thing that they're doing. They're saying, oh, we're going to we're going to do electric cars by 2030, and then yeah. we're going to do get rid of gas powered car sales by 2040. And then, you know, it's going to start getting closer. They're going to start pushing those back, those dates back. It, it's it's not yeah. going to happen probably no, as quick bro. as they want it. And then you have other states that are actually banning electric vehicles. Yeah, I, I know. California, <laughs> California. Yeah, the Texas. What, what, which state was it? I think it's Montana, Nebraska and I think one of the Dakotas. Dakotas? I think yeah, maybe it's they're oil. They're dependent on oil, right? Place. There's a lot of oil there. Um, so they go, no electric cars in Montana. But then in California, you know, we have like 35 million people and, you know, they all drink the Kool-Aid. They go like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to plug my car in and I'm just going to, yeah. you know, all these all these EV guys. Right. I mean, look, I like EV. My wife has an EV. I think my next car will be in. I, I think they're cool, but I, yeah, I mean, they're, I want to put solar not... panels. You know, I'm going to put solar panels. and I'm gonna... But here's the deal, Chris. You know, I somebody brought this up in a chat group the other day. I was like, I had never thought about it, honestly. So all these EVs could be controlled by the manufacturer so they can literally like make you not drive lock you out of your car <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying well I mean, you know the thing is well, like, that's, that's like any tesla, car. tesla that's if any you car. don't want it he could shot every ev driver down <laughs> like, oh for sure but but the thing is that's every car every car has these sensors in them they're completely remote controlled really? uh they could be potentially i mean hell i, I could control if i could hack my car I could probably drive around just with my keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, wow, I never thought about that. If Elon wants it, then I cannot drive my Tesla tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, so not, so don't, I, I, don't I don't know. Elon on Twitter. <laughs> I would love, I would love every EV driver. You know, there I think there's a cap of eighty thousand TCP drivers in uh, um, TNC drivers in New York City in the five boroughs, and he says. No cost to the driver, that guy. I'm like, okay, so give me my EV. I'll drive. Unless they're going to employee model. <laughs> I thought about that too. Yeah, man. Like, hey, man. Okay. Yeah, but here, the thing I don't get is like, you're going to put a hundred, he said a hundred thousand cars. How are you going to pay for a hundred thousand cars at, what's what's the average for a, a Model 3? Let's just say 40, 45 40. grand. Yeah. A 40? Okay, fine. A hundred thousand at 40 grand. How much That's is that? A lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, like I said, I think they're gonna offer great financing terms to to drivers. So you make fifteen, you gross fifteen hundred a week. You know, just like the Tesla rental we talked about last week. Five bills is gonna go there. Eh, you know, whatever. So yeah, I see it. But, you know, somebody said I believe to... it when I see it. I agree with that gentleman, whoever that was. <laughs> Look, my whole thing comes down to how are you going to charge a hundred thousand vehicles? in new york city yeah. versus filling them up with gas filling yeah. them with, with gas you're there for five minutes if that when you're charging you're sitting there at least a half an hour that's yeah. a lot more 
And then where are imagine, they going to put these charging stations? Imagine, imagine the fist fight because I got there. I got here first. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you, you know, you know the best part when you do. When, you know, did you ever do that that laundromat uh, little tool trick when when you didn't have any money and you needed to wash your clothes? So you'd either throw some throw some of your clothes in with somebody else's, yeah. or you just hijack their their launderer, uh, their their washer and dryer. Well, um, what's going to stop people from? Oh, I'm going to unplug here. And I'm going to plug yeah. that same thing into my jar, my car. There was there was a viral video I liked the other day on Twitter. Some lady, you know, it, it, they live in an apartment building, and then, you know, Tesla the Tesla has like eight cameras around it. It's recording all the time if you want it, right? And this guy who doesn't like his neighbor, I guess, <laughs> every morning he comes down. The first thing he does is unplug the Tesla. <laughs> It's oh, all on geez. video, and then he goes to work in his in his gas car. Every morning he comes down, unplugs the Tesla. The guy comes down, looks at the Tesla; it's not charged. He goes, "Fuck! What happened?" <laughs> Sabotage, baby. Oh, that's so bad, but funny. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was hilarious, and the Tesla recorded it every day. You know, there's a there's a yeah. <laughs> there's a time yeah, stamp on it. Every day, the guy uh. comes down. The first thing he does, boom, unplug the Tesla. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Shannon, I am not uh, admitting to anything. I'm just saying somebody else could do that as a potential. Um, but you know, going back with with that, you know, sometimes people got to be held accountable for for their actions, especially those who are passengers who want to try to get a free ride and will come up with all different reasons on something about their driver. So yeah. there has been some areas and cities that are actually looking at protecting drivers when it comes to this, whether it's through unjust deactivations whether it's proper driver pay protections, um, many different things. And Chicago is one of the latest cities to get on board and start looking at driver protections, especially when it comes to uh, passengers who are trying to fraud the system. And they're coming down hard. So this is pretty interesting to see. There's a private conversation between the Tony, the driven that and we we Zoom. He was unplugging it from the wall, bro, not from the car. It was in an apartment, (laughs) all apartment building. The guy was like getting free charge on the house and then he would come down and unplug it from the wall so this this is a very good thing for drivers in chicago um although this was like an editorial piece saying that you know right why should all passengers get you know dinged because some unscrupulous fraudulent passengers are getting drivers deactivated right and left nobody again is talking about the driver of course i'm like you know why should we because we're replaceable but that's okay so so the city of Chicago is going to pass this ordinance that, you know, when Uber and Lyft deactivates somebody, they actually, actually have to prove or come to an arbitration committee to, to say why they deactivated this driver with proof. Unlike now, where a fraudulent passengers get their $6 credit back for the trip they did enjoy, actually, but they want to get their money back and say the guy was inebriated or he was high or he was under the influence or he was rude or he was racist. Oh, boom, you're gone, right? With no recourse. Well, that's changing in Chicago. Just like in Seattle, they have the same thing. It's going to cost uh, 10 cents a trip, just 10 cents, single 10 cents, added to each trip that goes into a fund because if they deactivate a driver now um, and you go prove yourself that you shouldn't have gotten deactivated and uber accepts or lyft accepts that you shouldn't have um actually there is back pay with interest and that's where that dime is going to go to pay all the drivers who got deactivated unjustly so 
I'm like, this is a great idea. If it's going to cost a dime, like in Seattle, it's the same thing or the state of Washington. It's a dime. You guys are complaining about a dime while Uber's jacking you guys up by like 40% the last, like, I don't know, three years. I wouldn't be complaining about a dime. This is a great thing, Chris. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, here's I, I, where know, the nickel. Now, you know, there's no Somebody more. in Chicago was watching the show when we were doing the nickel and diming drivers. That's where they came up with the nickel for, for the dime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. So, yeah. So, so drivers do. Okay. So, but passengers can also be a pain, which we know. Some are drunk and messes. Others smell bad and don't tip. Forget that. And in rare cases, they're a serious threat as well. Well, we know that. So drivers do have a good reason to fret about passengers who file false complaints that can trigger them being deactivated from ride-hailing service. Sure. And having their livelihood stripped away, at least temporarily as a result. There we go. But now, um, Alderman, Alderwoman, actually, Susan Sadlowski Garza, 10th District, thank you, uh, Mrs. or Miss, Miss Garza, is proposing to create a city-based driver resource center that would give ride-hailing and food delivery app drivers an opportunity to appeal their status. Just like we have in California with Prop 22 and State of Washington and a lot of different, like Massachusetts is coming along with this. So if a ruling panel concludes deactivated drivers were the target of a deceitful passenger, why? No passenger would do such a thing, would they? They wouldn't do anything like that. Oh, no, no. Oh, come on. And they would be compensated for their lost wages plus 9% interest. <laughs> Suck it. There you go. As the Sun-Times, you know, there we go. Yeah, it's about time. You know, there's no more willy-nilly AI, HR kicking you out off the platform. And then uh, Fran Spielman reported last week on city council members' plan. So who'll be on the hook for this city-based appeals process? Passengers, including those who are polite, follow the rules and never file fake complaints. Yeah. By an adjustable tax starting at 10 cents a ride, 10 freaking cents in California, 75 cents is tacked on each trip and delivery to pay for California benefits called Prop 22. You know what I'm saying? So 10 cents is a bargain for driver protection. Uh, ride hailing and app food, uh, and food app drivers shouldn't be at least it should not be at the mercy of made up tales. 100% agree. They deserve a chance to appeal. To have their status as drivers reactivated and reimbursed for lost wages. Yes, sir. Whoever, Miss Garza, we should have you on the show. There you go. Great idea. I, I, I mm-hmm. second the motion. Thumbs up. Let's pass it. And that's it. Yeah, I think something like this is good to see. The only thing, though, that I would say beyond that, that would be good, would be that the passenger who is filing the complaint off the platform be should not only be kicked off the platform, but also they should be the ones who have to pay certain damages when it comes to it, whether that's maybe 50%, 100%, whatever it might be. They, uh, they're on the idea, hook. Bro. Good idea. Because, you know what? Hey, hey, Great put the 10 idea. cents towards a driver resource center or, or something that, that's needed within the area itself. Uh, so then that way people can go there. But when it comes to the actual compensation, Make that false passenger pay for it. They should be. Yeah, I agree with you. You know what? That's a great idea. We should call. We should. I should email Miss Garza and say, you know what? We have an idea. Have more of this passenger <laughs> yeah. in the game instead of yeah. You know what? Your, because this editorial is kind of complaining. Why should all the good passengers pay for the deeds of the bad ones? Okay, okay no problem. In addition to that, we hold the. You know, they should also be allowed 
for the driver to sue in civil court the, the passenger who got them deactivated. How about that? For monetary damages. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Great idea. I, th I think that's that's what it should be, um, at least in my opinion. And then, you know, make an example out of these passengers who are doing that. Sure. And it'll make people think twice about that. There Absolutely. I think you'd see something where people would start acting in line a little bit more. I love it. I love that idea. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I'm going to find her email address and email her. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we got a couple of things. Uh, last, uh, last segment we're going to be talking about, we're going to be calling out a couple people here. Yeah. Um, because this is, this is getting a little out of hand and needs getting to, on my to getting on my stop. But there's, yeah. there's a couple of fun things too, that we want to go through. So we're going to kind of, uh, end the podcast a little bit differently today. So, um, yeah. All right. Let's so talk. on the left, this is quick. Okay. On the left, the middle one is going to take a couple of minutes. The right one is quick. The middle one is special, special, special. So I want you to guys look at the screenshot on the left. This is from a driver. Okay. And, um, oh, there we go. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, we're, we're talking about it. Um, so, um, okay. Check the name of the passenger, Chris. Uh, pick a pizza. <laughs> I hope it's, I hope it's a good cheese pizza. Mm, cheese pizza all for me. Cheese pizza with love. I like pepperoni and mushrooms, buddy. There you go. So, oh, there you go. so this driver is picking up pizza. I know who this driver is. This driver is about to pick up pizza, not Mike Piazza, the Dodger ex-baller. <laughs> she didn't tip. There you go. Now we know who it was. We zoom it is. So, okay, lift. Okay, at least Uber came on to us and said, you know what? We're gonna eradicate all these fake names. Now, I'm assuming this is a fake name of a passenger, right, Chris? I mean, don't you think it is, right? <laughs> I'm going to go on, I'm going to err on the side of caution and say about 83% chance this is a fake name yeah. with a 17% chance that that is <laughs> their name that they decided to to change it to because I've seen some people create some crazy ass stuff. So yeah, this is, yeah. it's so a possibility. Go so I'm going to go 83-17 at this point. 83, I'm going 95-5 that this is fake name. Okay. No God-given parent will name their kid pizza, bro. Come on, man. It's got nothing on. to do with God-given. Then absolutely, if, if the parents gave the, their kids a name, it is definitely not pizza. But yeah. I'm saying between the time of, of them being born and being able to make decisions to when they actually ordered, uh, they could have changed their name to pizza. Is, was that's the, all was the pizza well done? Was the pizza well done, Weezoo? <laughs> I, like I don't know. Hopefully it's easy. <laughs> so... That's that's that. So Lyft, please follow Uber like you always do. You know, they're they're purging all these fake names. Please, it's easy to do with your systems, right? Get rid of these goddamn names. I mean, I'm not supposed to go pick up pizza. Okay? The only time I'm gonna go pick up pizza is when I go to the Mulberry Street in LA, eat my New York style pizza. Ah, that's funny. That's really funny. Okay, so the right screenshot is this. I was laughing at this because the, the writing is so funny. So you know, you guys know all these robots that's about to replace all your DoorDashers that are crying about no tip and all this stuff, right? These are not going to require any tips. They're never going to get sick. They're always on 24 hours, except that if they run into a train, okay? <laughs> so so there is a video, which is too long. I didn't show it, but this was the article. So it says this, the one in the front, we were just about to cross and it got smashed by, by a locomotive. So it says this cheerful delivery robot filled with, 
Piping hot containers of five cheese ziti and al forno and ravioli carbonara was happily rolling across some railroad tracks when a train ran it over, killing it instantly. The beginning of the video reveals that the delivery robot's co-workers witnessed the tragedy. <laughs> Dear effing God, what NPC wrote this? Mark, <laughs> where, oh my God. I could only imagine where this had to have been LA, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It had I, to have I, been. I, it had, or, or San Francisco. Find out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I can yeah, only imagine. I, I, I'm not going to go too far into that, but seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah come on, was, Mark. It was, it was tragedy. Really? <laughs> Cute little food robot delivery crushed. <laughs> It's cheerful. Seriously, come on. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were they were all shedding a tear. They were all shedding a tear. It was like, oh my brother, just stuff. ran over my brother. I want to see the video. I also oh, yeah, you, you the link. All the robots come together and have a morning opportunity too. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna go and have good morning, good morning, robot A, good morning, robot B. <laughs> and then, and then this thing, by the way, it got pulverized. Okay, I'm I'm not kidding. There's no more yeah. ziti or ravioli. There's nothing left in there. You know what I'm saying it's like this thing got pulverized. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. So don't worry about delivery drivers. This is not coming. You know, this is just this is just another dream. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Because people are so lazy these days, they're never gonna get off their couch. Come down. Open the top of this in freezing cold, pick up their burrito, go back up. They're not going to do it because you're doing it cheaper than the robot anyway. Okay. Because the robot's not free. Mm -hmm. And because there are people driving these, these things are not autonomous. So this is another pipe dream of these companies, DoorDash or whoever they are. So last but not least, if I see this video one more time, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit altogether. DoorDash. I've seen this DoorDash. On every DoorDash. DoorDash, DoorDash. I've seen this on Twitter, Facebook, every, you know, this, right? Okay, I have, yeah. I have. Uh, Pedro did a reaction video on this uh, on Sunday's video. This was every year. Yeah, you got, yeah, we did a video on this too because everybody wants to watch it. And, and I'm going like, okay, uh, this needs to end. I do understand all these gig tubers, you know, they want to get their 10 minutes of fame. They want to do these parodies, you know, they want to go confront the passenger or the customer who didn't tip. I get it. You guys are frustrated. Here's my answer. If you do this, you are going to get deactivated. But then don't do another video crying about it that you got deactivated because they're going to deactivate you. Okay. And this is against the TOS, Terms of Service people. Now, this was funny, supposedly. The guy interrupted a basketball game, got on the phone saying, Dornash, Dornash, walking around with a bag of McDonald's. I'm going like, okay, enough is enough. All I'm saying is that you will get deactivated if you go confront your, your customer who didn't tip. I have an answer for you. The pin came in without the tip. Don't accept. Right here. See? Right here. Yep. Right Klein here. garbage, know your worth. Right here. But here's the, here's the thing. This is TikTok and uh all the all these different people that are doing it. it's like look are, are you trying to social or, or get your clout or, or try to chase your your five minutes of fame or something yeah, which exactly. is going to come and go as quick as it comes um but the thing is it's going to make you and everyone else look like fools but here's the best part those people are still going to be able to go online and deliver food you on the other hand will not be able to because 
you will be deactivated and you won't be able to fight that because you are the person who went to go confront somebody because they didn't tip. Look, tipping is optional. And I'm going to say on top of that, these pricing structures should not be based on having tipping included. The tip should be on top of it. And these companies should be paying out fairly. It's not on the pass or it's not on the customer to make up those wages. That's the problem. It's the company that needs to start paying out properly. Yeah, well, that's what's happening because now the base rates on tipping on 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 food delivery is so low, down to two twenty five. I see orders at two dollars for three miles. First of all, please, I mean, that's garbage. Okay. Also, mm -hmm. now, I mean, I can understand you want to become famous, get a couple of million hits, make a couple hundred bucks on TikTok, but nobody else is going to come knock your door after you do that. Okay, it's you're not like some influencer that is going to get millions of dollars in sponsorships to, to push another item for you, okay? I mean, you got your fame. And then if you really, I guess people who do this, Chris, they don't need the income from DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. They just do it fully well knowing they're going to get deactivated. Maybe they want to quit. They want to go out with a bang. You know what I'm saying? But to me, yeah, it's like knows? it gives a bad look to all the honest, hardworking drivers that are out there. Because you know what? The media is full of not hate for delivery drivers. Seriously. People go like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to tip anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. Screw that guy. He's, he's, they don't know what we go through. I mean, I've been doing deliveries. I did like my 900th yesterday. And I'm like, tips are definitely on the decline. I don't know why. I'm not saying it's directly correlated to this. But the more people see these, you know, funny, supposedly funny parodies or whatever they are, the more people are going to get offended. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Please stop. It's, you're giving a bad look. Well, just like all these drivers, rideshare drivers, you know, who do some assaults or whatever in the car, you guys are giving millions of good drivers a bad, a bad look. It's just stop. Okay, it's mm -hmm. funny. Great. It's very funny. But then after that, don't cry that you got deactivated. Because if I was Uber, DoorDash, Uber Eats, I will freaking get rid of your ass in a second, okay? Because it's just... It's oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. But... um I mean, the, the big thing, like when it comes to the guy on the court, sure, that's funny. Obviously, it was not real. That was staged. You no. wouldn't be able to get in there without a ticket. Come on, let's be real. Yeah. Um, or at least there, there's going to be people that are going to stop you and all that. But still, I mean, like the whole thing was, yeah, it could have been fun. It, it was pretty funny nonetheless. Um, yeah. Yeah. But beyond that, it's like when it comes to the people confronting, you know, here's the thing. It's happening all too frequently where you might get, I don't know, views or cloud or whatever you feel, social validation or something. Uh, but then the next thing's going to come out and they're going to forget all about you. Yeah, bro. So if you want to continue your livelihood, then continue going on. But, yeah. you know, I mean, the only thing I can think of is if you're fed up enough and you just don't want to do it anymore, then you know what? Don't do it anymore. You don't yeah, have to turn on the app. But yeah. It happens yeah. down the road if you do need it again or you want to yeah. make some extra money or something. Yeah. You don't have that option anymore. Yeah, not only that, but you know what it is to me is that the choice is yours. They are not dinging you for not accepting that garbage, you know, food order right here. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Now, again, I think these people are all just you know newer generation. Maybe maybe I'm too old for this. You know, they want to get that hit, the adrenaline rush. Oh, I'm famous. You're not famous, bro. Because TikTok world, <laughs> Twitter world, 15 seconds later. It's like that Mission Impossible thing that the guy will lose video coming up burn off, right? <laughs> He'll self-destruct himself. Nobody will know you after 15 seconds. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, to me, it's like stop it because it's giving like a bad, bad look to all the you know honest, hardworking drivers out there. So 
There you go. I got to agree with this. When a passenger pay $40 for a ride, uh, they assume that we get 25 to 30 for the ride uh, or even sometimes higher. I've talked to a couple passengers that think I get either the majority of it, if not all. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. In fact, I, I, in fact, I, I interviewed a passenger who quit doing Uber and Lyft. He's a, he's a person with special needs. Because once I discovered talking to drivers that, you know, I'm paying 40 and you're making 10, he goes, I stopped doing Uber and Lyft. Now I call them up and do I do private trips with them? You know, I congratulate and that video is going to come out. You know, we, we definitely need to educate drivers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. All right. Any last Thank things you. before we get out of here? Decline garbage. Know your worth. <laughs> Decline garbage. Know your worth. And yes, don't sir. worry about Lyft support because they're just a nightmare to work with. <clears throat> you have to say you have to say this at the end. You know the Uber Green thing at the end that shows up and Uber support. By the way, Uber support, you're not getting a break. Next week, my adventure with you is gonna be on the on the thing. Oh, oh. next week. Hold on. Next week we'll do the promo for next week. So oh okay. Uh, yeah, it's like 30 seconds here. We have discovered when we did the Driven Dad, Driven Mom, wonderful gig couple from Denver. Um so I had promised Lisa, the driven mom, because she educated me on that <laughs> on that show, saying that 53% yeah. of all delivery drivers on DoorDash and Uber Eats are women. I did not know. I didn't know. But now I know. And I promised her that they would have their own town hall, all women gig workers. So they'll be on running their own thing for an hour or more, talking about the issues, talking about the market, Talking about their safety issues, whatever it is, I think it's going to be fascinating. And so, thank you for putting that together. We'll, we're just going to turn the microphone over to you and have you run whatever you want you want to say. And then, um, yeah, at a, outside that, Chris, you know, thank you for doing that editing, bro. That opened my eyes, and we're definitely now definitely going to duplicate that every city in in, in the country. Please help me. Oh yeah, Sergio at therightshareguy.com. There we go. Yep. So again, last thing, um, if you guys want to participate in doing a survey on seeing what you and another or other drivers are getting paid in your area, coming in at the same time, requests and all that, um, try to get together with a couple of drivers in your area. Uh, do this on both Uber and Lyft's platform, because yep. then we can see the discre discrepancies between both, not just one, uh, but both. So if you can do it, uh, you don't have to run both apps at the same time. Maybe do one for 15 minutes, another for 15 minutes uh, or a half hour or, or, you know, one day you do it on one app, another day you do it on the other app. Uh, but either way, you know, try to get the screen recording sent both to us at the same time. That way, then we can know exactly what one is what. Uh, and then also uh, we can time it together. Uh, so we did like what we did earlier, um, showing the difference. But yeah, that just goes to show you. So. What we'd love to try to do is, you know, somebody who is a cherry picker versus somebody who accepts everything on the same and see what ride requests are coming in. Uh, owners uh, of cars, renters on cars, um, not necessarily renters and owners uh, in this particular, just so we can see the differences. Uh, but yeah, we want to try to get as many different things going as we can when it comes to it. So yeah, if you want to do that, get a driver friend of yours, turn on your app, screen record them, sit and grab a coffee, hang out on the couch, watch the watch a game or something. Uh, or some sporting event, hang out, and then watch what comes in, screen record, and then send it to us. So then that way we can see exactly what's happening and we can share it with you guys so we can try to find out exactly what is going to be best options for everybody 
and making it the most money out there. Yes, sir. Yep. And OB, apologies for the interruption by a couple of morons. It, you know, it happens. So, um, yeah, you know, whatever. No big deal. But eh, uh, we, yeah. got, we got it taken care of quickly and got yeah. them removed. So hopefully we won't have that. We we get that every once in a while, but uh, hopefully it won't, uh, won't happen again. So, all right. With that being said, great show, I'm everybody. Uh, glad for hanging out and uh, enjoying and you know, learning some stuff and seeing some stuff. Hopefully that, that side-by-side video really uh, opened your eyes too, because it, it surely did for me just on, you know, the differences across the app almost entirely. So. Thank you. Thank you, see everybody. You Love you. Uh, we'll see you next week with the ladies town hall. So all the ladies, please pass the word around. It'll be a fascinating hour or more because ladies, 53%, all power. There you go. And who knows, it could be more too coming soon with uh, yeah. all these layoffs coming and the way yeah. the economy is going. So it'll be very interesting to see. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys right, next week. You,